90 minutes filming your videos, setting up your space, testing your shot, actually hitting record. That might've shocked you there. You might've thought an hour and a half, Heather, that's not enough time. I want to encourage you try and trim the fat. You might need to be practicing your script in the mirror two nights before so that you sit down in front of your camera and you're delivering better content. So if you've decided that you wanna go all in on YouTube this year, I understand that trying to fit YouTube into your current busy life, uh, whether that's running a business, running a household, uh, in ministry, whatever that looks like, really figuring out how do you make YouTube work in your life, we're gonna talk about that and more in today's episode of the Think Media Podcast. My name is Heather Torres, and I'm your host here on the show. And if you're brand new, we wanna welcome you to what we're doing over here on this podcast channel. If you are watching on YouTube, I want to encourage you to subscribe here on this channel so you get more in-depth uh, conversations around being a content creator, growing an online business around your YouTube channel, and so much more. And if you're an audio listener, I want to welcome you and uh, thank you for being a part of the Think Media world. As the time that I'm recording this, we are in the beginnings of summer. And if, if anyone's like me, I've already felt kind of the effects of summer. I want to be out by the pool. I want to not be filming videos, um, and I really want to live that summer lifestyle, but I understand that figuring out your calendar and being productive with your time in this season right now is what's going to catapult your success in the future. And so I'm going to be breaking down first the five-hour YouTube work week. This is a proven system of how you can spend 300 minutes wisely uh, in your life working on your YouTube channel. We have people inside of our Think Media community right now, inside our VRA community, who are using this five-hour YouTube work week to help them grow their YouTube channel. So I wanna share that with you. And before we jump into the featured content, I wanna let you know about my free class where I'm teaching you how to get to your first 1,000 subscribers on YouTube and in your first $1,000 and beyond. And this class, I go into the three secrets of success and what's holding a lot of creators back from actually making your best video. So if you wanna see that free on-demand class, you can do that over at tubemasterclass.com. Now, before before we get into the walkthrough of the 300 minutes you could be using wisely towards your YouTube channel, I wanna cover three areas that I think are really critical when it comes to talking about time management in general or productivity uh, as the buzzword goes for uh, how to be structuring your time wisely. Now, um, I am a homeschooling mom of three kiddos. Right now we're on summer vacation, which is nice, so I have a little bit more time there. Um, I'm helping to run Think Media podcast and running Think Media, the actual company itself. So I know a thing or two when it comes to having to juggle your time. And here's one misconception. I think that when people think that they can multitask, that that actually is a, a superpower. And I actually don't see it as a superpower. I want you to really be focused in the different different areas of your life. And that comes down to number one, which is actually figuring out your priorities. And I like to do this every uh, quarter. I like to really evaluate the priorities every quarter because every quarter they change. And so uh, I know I just talked about multitasking. For me, this really is the antidote to multitasking. This is actually figuring out your priorities and being totally focused and bought in during that time. And so first, we're gonna list our priorities. And these are things in your life that really matter. What are you going to be spending your time on? So I think every single quarter, you should list out your top five priorities for that quarter. So over the next three months, what does that look like for you? What is a priority? And I can let you know for me, since my kids are quote unquote out of school, 
Uh, we're a homeschool family, so for us, that's a very fluid statement. But for right now, uh, we are prioritizing family time. We're doing more trips. We're doing more things on the weekends. We're spending more time with our family um, because of the season that we're in. The second priority is Think Media. That's a huge priority um, as we're growing this company, as we're bringing people on and hiring, as we're expanding into new areas, uh, growing this podcast and so many different things. It is a priority for me right now. The third one is definitely ministry. You know, my husband and I, we love to uh, open up our home to people and to be able to uh, be there uh, in a in a real spiritual way for people. And so we want to devote time to that and resources to that. So I want you to actually list out what your priorities are. What are the priorities for you in this season? Because once we know what those priorities are, we can then put them into the calendar. We can be calendar blocking them, which is the antidote to multitasking, right? When you know what you should be working on, you should be totally focused in that area. But I want to really take a look at when something is a priority. And is YouTube a priority is a question I want to ask you. When you are thinking about this season, when you're thinking about the next three months, when you're thinking about the next year, is YouTube actually a priority? And you may be running a business right now. Maybe you're a real estate agent or a health coach or um, you are uh, uh, helping people in finances, whatever that looks like. I want you to, to break it down even more. Is YouTube a priority? Because if you're gonna jump into doing YouTube as part of your marketing strategy, if you're gonna be growing a business or a brand with YouTube, then it needs to be a priority in what you're doing. Because a lot goes into making your channel successful. So is it actually a priority? And you know, over the last uh, six months, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've lost 20 pounds. I mean, that's only for the people that are watching this, but um, over the last six months, my husband and I have really been committed to our health. We've really been on a journey of just, you know, uh, uh, we definitely got the, um, uh, we gained the weight during the lockdown, if you know what I mean. So we were in a season where we wanted to make our health a priority. And, you know, it wasn't what we did. Um, it wasn't like, okay, it's a priority. And then everything changed. No, we had to actually start working towards that goal. We had to start working towards making that a priority in our life. The foods we were choosing, the activities we were doing, um, those types of things became a priority in our life. And over the last six months, uh, my husband's actually lost 40 pounds. I've lost 20 pounds. And uh, it's been such an incredible experience. But the reason that that happened, the reason that we got to this end goal was because we made our health a priority. So I wanna ask you, is YouTube an actual priority in your life? Are you committed to doing the things you need to do to make YouTube great? And taking this back to even my own experience over the last six months, I was committed to getting good sleep because part of actually being able to lose weight is that getting good sleep. I was committed to eating the right foods. I was committed to making sure I was walking every day or lifting weights every day. Um, I was committed to not drinking and really cleaning out my system so that I could be more healthy. And the same thing applies when you make YouTube a priority. When you make YouTube a priority, are you, uh, you're, you're then scripting out your videos. When you make YouTube a priority, you're sitting down to film two videos. When you make YouTube a priority, you're spending time researching and learning about YouTube uh, with us here at Think Media and deeper into our courses. When you make a, something a priority in your life and you've listed it out, you then start to focus on making that action happen. And I do believe that you should be setting really big goals. When you make something a priority, like I'm gonna make my family a priority, and we're gonna make sure we eat dinner four times a week. When you start making those goals, when you have something as listed as the priority that you're gonna spend your time and attention and focus on, that actually becomes easier to accomplish because you've already named it. You've already known that that's what it is for you. 
So number one, you need to make it a priority. I'm going to get to uh, the actual way to break down those 300 minutes, but I've got two more um, uh, things we need to go through before we even get to that. And the second thing is you need to really evaluate the season of life that you're in. Now, when you look at the season of life that you're in, when you're making things priorities, you really do need to evaluate this. Are you in a season right now where you do have five kids at home? And so making YouTube as the number one priority probably isn't going to happen. Are you in a season of life right now where you know the number one thing you need to be doing is getting on the phones with clients so that you can just be locking in sales? So you really need to evaluate the season of life that you're in and just take a step back and like really evaluate it as you're looking at your priorities. Yes, family is a priority. Yes, work is a priority. Yes, growing my YouTube channel is a priority. But when I take a look at the season of life that I'm in, that's gonna determine how much time I can spend in each one of those priority buckets. So for right now, where I'm at, I'm spending a lot of time in the growing of the Think Media bucket. That's a huge priority for what is in my life right now. Another big priority, like I said, are my kids. Uh, realizing that my son is gonna be out of the house in three years, my daughter's gonna be out of the house in four years, my other son, I still have eight to go, but just understanding that that limited time, four more summers is all I have with my daughter in the home with us, it makes me really look at that priority different than when she was two years old, right? So looking at the season of life that I'm in, I'm gonna determine how much time I'm spending in each one of those buckets. And I want you to evaluate that. Maybe you're driving right now and you're just kind of thinking about what the summer plans are and you're just going week to week. I want you to really think about, you know, what is the season of life I'm in? Where am I right now? Like, what are my priorities? Where am I going? How much time can I spend in these different areas? Which is why I created the five-hour YouTube work week, because I understand that trying to fit in something else into your life can be difficult when you already have so much that you're juggling. So as you're making YouTube a priority, we're gonna really figure out where those five hours are coming from. And then lastly, before we get into how you spend those 300 minutes, um, I want you to remember that we really are constricted to 24 hours in a day. There's only 24 hours that we get to use. And uh, and I think that the way that we use them wisely is really prioritizing our dreams, our goals, our priorities over other people's. Now, I don't mean this in like the selfish way that you should not be giving time uh, and resources to um, to the people around you. I just mean that if you're anything like me, that one of the hardest parts about putting your dreams and goals first is that you're a people pleaser. And this is something that I'm still working through. Uh, even as a 37-year-old woman, I still want people, uh, when they ask me if I can do something, I wanna say yes, I don't wanna disappoint them. But if you're going to list your priorities, figure out the season of life you're in, know how much time you could be spending in each one of these areas, then the next thing you have to get really good at is saying no. And I found over coaching hundreds of different content creators and entrepreneurs that a lot of us have this similarity, that we really do want to make people proud of us and we really do want to uh, help people out. But a lot of times when we do that, those things are the things that are getting in the way of you doing what you're called to do. Doing those other things for other people, I don't think you should always say no, but when you really evaluate, should you be on the PTA? When you really evaluate, should you be running that ministry? When you really evaluate, should you be the person that said yes to taking the, the other kids in the neighborhood to soccer three days a week? Is that actually what you should be doing? 
And so I, I've put together a couple ways um, that have helped me in learning to say no. Because before you can find those five hours, we're probably gonna have to say no to some things because we are constricted to 24 hours in a day. So uh, a couple ways that I've learned to say no is just actually just saying no thank you. Someone gives you uh, something that they would like you to be a part of. Hey, can you uh, can you get on the phone? I'd like to pick your brain, right? That happens to me a lot. Or through Instagram DMs, hey, I've got a question for you. Do you have any time for me? Um, it's not that I don't want to do those things. I just know that if I prioritize every single ask that's coming in right now, I'm not gonna be able to do the actual priorities that I have already laid out. So just saying, no, no, thank you. That sounds lovely. Or, you know what? I so appreciate that offer. Maybe someone asks you if you can run something or do something or wants to be a part of something. You know what? I really appreciate that offer, but it doesn't actually fit in with my current commitments. That's one of the things I say. Uh, the next one is um, I'm not actually able to make time for that right now. Um, this is something that my husband and I both had to really evaluate in the last season that we were in. We were asked to lead something and after prayer and consideration and really looking through what our priorities were, we had to say like, I'm, I'm so sorry, we actually don't have time for that right now. But think of us in the future because every three months we're reevaluating what our priorities are. The last one is, um, thank you so much for thinking of me. But right now I'm at my limit for outside commitments. And I say this actually a lot now. Um, when I first got started in YouTube coaching, I said yes to every single person that asked me if I could coach them. And I wasn't even charging what I should have been charging. And so I was spending a lot of time uh, doing a lot of free coaching. I was spending a lot of time, hey, can you look at this thing? Hey, can you maybe just tell me what you would do here? And I was giving a lot of that outside time. And now through understanding that I have certain priorities and I have certain amount of time I can say yes to things, once I'm booked, I'm booked. I actually don't open up my time slots for more and I actually increase my prices as I'm booking because I know that my time is valuable and I wanna make sure that I'm spending it in the right places. So that could be just a couple ways um, that you could do that. So let's just recap real quick and then I'll get into the five-hour YouTube work week and how you could be spending your time. Number one, you gotta list your priorities. Number two, you have to identify what season of life that you're in. And number three, you have to learn how to say no. All right, well, let's jump into actually how you can be creating a five-hour YouTube work week. Now, this is if you are trying to grow your YouTube channel and you are posting one video a week on your channel, how can you actually be spending your time wisely every single week to be working on moving your channel forward. Um, if you are watching this video right now, uh, I'm gonna have right now, bing, on the screen. Uh, this is what the five-hour YouTube work week looks like. And if you're listening while you're driving, doing the dishes, walking the dog, uh, exercising, good for you for exercising, um, I'm gonna just walk through and explain this to you. So number one, uh, you'd spend 60 minutes on researching your video topics, your content, and creating your outlines for your scripts. Now, I'll list videos down below uh, if you are watching on YouTube, and I'll put them in the show notes below of different videos we have of how to make your scripts, how to research for the right videos, what are the right videos you should be making. So you'd spend 60 minutes in your week doing that. Then you would spend 90 minutes filming your videos. This includes setting up your space, testing your shot, and actually hitting record. And that might have shocked you there. You might have thought, an hour and a half, Heather? That's not enough time. Well, I want to encourage you to try and trim the fat which means that you might need to be practicing your script in the mirror two nights before so that you sit down in front of your camera and you're delivering better content. It might mean that rather than making one 35-minute video, you're going to make 
three 10 minute videos or one 10 minute video, right? I think a lot of times content creators try and squeeze everything into one video and not realizing that you're here to make a library of content. So 90 minutes for your filming. Then you'll spend 60 minutes in the editing process. Now, you might again said, alert, alert, Heather, 60 minutes to edit, it takes me seven hours. I'm just encouraging you that if you only had five hours, what would you spend it doing? And I don't want you to be spending more than 60 minutes editing your video. Now, here's what I do want you to learn how to do. Uh, Eventually, I want you to outsource this. Eventually, I want you to have a template for this. Eventually, you're understanding that this isn't just you doing it solo, but that you need to build a team around you to make these things happen. Eventually, I hope that other areas uh, that you're saying no to, you can give more time to your YouTube channel and development. But for right now, as we're walking through five-hour YouTube work week, you wanna spend 60 minutes editing. And We have a ton of tutorials on Think Media that'll help you walk through editing software. If I'm editing a video, I'm using simple things like my phone, I'm using my iPad, I'm using iMovie, I'm doing it very simple. Now here at Think Media, we have full-time editors because we're making 10, 12 videos a week. You don't need that. We're doing the five-hour YouTube work week. So 60 minutes for your editing. Then I want you to take 30 minutes to create your thumbnails for your new video. And you can use a template that we have uh, here at Think Media. We walk you through how to create a thumbnail in two minutes or less. So you can find that video and other videos about how to easily create thumbnails uh, using simple software like Canva. uh, And those tutorials will be linked down below as well as in the show notes for you. So only 30 minutes is all you need to make that happen. And then 30 minutes for uploading your video. You wanna make sure you're writing the description, putting the tags in, making sure your title's right, and just making it look great before you actually hit that publish button. And the last 30 minutes of those 300 minutes that I want you to use wisely on your YouTube channel is to share out your video, respond to the comments, send an email to your email list, whatever that looks like to be marketing your video, that's what you would spend those last 30 minutes on. So that's the breakdown of the actual five-hour YouTube work week. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I will make sure that you get the link to this down in the show notes as well so that you can go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and also uh, see this video so you can see the image of the five-hour YouTube work week. But that's it. That's what I want you to spend your time doing if you are in the season where you have five hours to devote to your YouTube channel. This is part one of a two-part series of productivity and how you can actually get more done in less time when you know how to do it um, the productive way as a content creator. Uh, I wanna say thank you for everyone who has liked and subscribed over on iTunes. Thank you for being a part of our community. Actually, it's not iTunes, it's actually on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for liking and subscribing over on Apple Podcasts. And today I wanna shout out Athena. Athena wrote to us and said, this podcast will turn you into a YouTuber. By following the tips shared in this podcast, I have improved my skills and have grown my YouTube channel six times faster than ever before. So thank you, Athena, for sending us and rating and reviewing the show. It means the world to me to be able to get to read your reviews and uh, and get to see the successes that you're having from being a part of the Think Media community. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing here at Think Media, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>